0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is December the 15th. And boy, what an exciting day it is in this cryptocurrency space. Now, there were so many things that I wanted to share with you by way of quotes today, uh, because there's so much going on in this space, and there's so many signals and signs that we are on the right path at the right time, getting ourselves ahead of this cryptocurrency curve. And so what I decided to do was to actually pull a quote from a young lady by the name of Melanie Swan, and I have spoken with her before because she is a portfolio manager. And uh, I just happened to see one of her quotes online, and it basically says, as a portfolio manager, when do you start advising to your clients that they should have some cryptocurrency exposure? When will there be an index fund, a mutual fund of cryptocurrencies? And she just says, it will happen. And the reason why I am bringing that up today is because I see a lot of different individuals that are saying, hey, I have a financial advisor. My financial advisor, first and foremost, does not advise that I get involved with cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, which is a part of the cryptocurrency heading, in my opinion. Uh, They don't suggest that we get involved with cryptocurrency. And so why is that? So there's a couple of reasons. Uh, one of the first reasons why your financial advisor, specifically most financial advisors, will not talk to you about getting involved in cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, number one, most of them have signed some sort of disclosure with their company that they will not talk about Bitcoin or any type of digital assets whatsoever. And then the bigger picture is why is that? Because, as a financial advisor, and again, I used to be a financial advisor, and I'm not one anymore on purpose, we get paid transactionally, and what that means, and we get paid not just transactionally, we actually get residual income from any and all investments that we're able to uh get you to invest in and so, I'm going to say it that way: if you're going to take a hundred thousand dollars out of your retirement and put it into a new annuity. I get a commission from the amount of money that you're actually putting into that annuity, and then every year that that contract is open that you don't pull from that annuity specifically, I get what's called a renewal or a trail, and I can get those for 15, 20 years down the line. And In fact, I've not done traditional financial services since 2016. And I am still every Sunday getting a text message that lets me know that there was a direct deposit in my account. And that is because financial service advisors have been paid so well for so long for doing something once and getting paid over and over and over again as long as you keep your money wherever it is that they've talked to you about investing in. Now, again, I am a absolute advocate for all of the financial services products that are out there, insurance, annuities, 401Ks. Well, not necessarily 401Ks because I cannot stand how they actually work for people, but that's another story. Uh, but your portfolio manager or your financial advisor is not going to talk to you about cryptocurrency or Bitcoin. So when you bring it up to them, they may have some suggestions, but for the most part, they're steering clear from that because when you buy Bitcoin, and let's just say you took $100,000 and you bought Bitcoin, they don't get anything from that. And so they're not going to give you that bit of information because they're not able to feed their family based on you going outside of the current system and doing something different. And so, you know, all financial advisors have found a way if they want to get involved in this space to reach out to folks like me and say, hey, I've got clients, I want to send you away. You know, what type of little commission, if anything, can you give me for the referral? And they kind of work it that way. But those that are so used to getting that money day in and day out by just suggesting or getting people signed up in different types of products and services, they are not going to be open to this whole new cryptocurrency and digital asset space because it cuts them out 100%. Now, where they are able to participate is when there are indexes or hedge funds or things of that sort, because if they get your $100,000 in those particular plans, you're paid out in the same way that they're paid out, the same way they would if they signed you up for one of the other financial services products. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we have got a whole lot to talk about today because this space is on fire and there is so much that needs to be said and i don't know today is our 99th show and i do not even think i have enough time to pack this out with what we need to hear today but we're going to do our level best to make sure that you get the information so this is kbla talk 1580
1: in a moment more with nausea roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on kbla talk 1580 Leaving. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know what a collapsing empire looks like? And I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but you got to hear me out on this one today. And do you want to also know What Donald Trump is doing in the cryptocurrency space, and I had to put a big smile on my face for that one because I think that this is so amusing. And then we've got Senator Warren, who just came, and I mean, she came full-fledged after the cryptocurrency um, space, and so we're going to talk about all of that today. But first, I've heard from a few listeners that have told me that they are brand new in this space and that they are looking for some sort of direction as to how to get started. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to BitcoinStarterKit.us. Again, that is BitcoinStarterKit.us. And you can go on there, and there's actually a starter kit that you can download to just help you get started slow and steady at your own pace and again that's bitcoinstarterkit.us so please go there if you need a bitcoin starter kit or if there's anyone in your family that needs a bitcoin starter kit they can log on to the website and get that download and download that bitcoin starter kit but where do we go from here oh my goodness there is so much i tell you right now i am absolutely uh, a proponent of bitcoin i am an advocate for bitcoin and why is because, ladies and gentlemen, I am opting out of corruption. I am just so sick of the things that I see, the things that I hear, the things that I experience in this financial industry is sometimes unbelievable. But as a part of this new American Rescue Plan, and for those of you that don't know what the American Rescue Plan is, uh, just give me a few seconds and I'm going to click on it and give you a couple of the uh, different attributes of the American Rescue Plan. But as a part of the American Rescue Plan, recently passed by our president, President Biden, the IRS is actually coming after your Venmo and PayPal transactions. So some of you uh, do not use Venmo or PayPal, but I am almost certain that your millennials do, and so do your Gen Zs and your Gen Xers. Uh, they use Venmo and PayPal. And I don't think uh prior to me actually reading, but let me just, let me make this disclaimer. I am not saying because you don't use VMO and PayPal that you don't need to listen to this because you absolutely listen, need to listen to this. The reason why I'm even bringing this up is because they are beginning to get themselves in place to really police every single dime penny quarter and nickel that you have so as we look at our communities when i when i think about what is about to take place and what is happening i think about our beauty shops and our barber shops that take cash that they tell you hey you can pay me with cash app or venmo or paypal and a lot of times those transactions go without being taxed a lot of the the beauty shops and barber shops and some of the other uh, things that are taking place in our community as far as, you know, service and, and all of those things, they're able to use those digital platforms. But the IRS is coming after all those individuals. And so we need to know that uh, these things are happening so that you can start to really pay attention, start to help those around you that need some help, uh, start to inform those around you that need the information, And so this new regulation will force digital payment apps to actually report any and every earning over $600 directly to the IRS. So let's say, um, you know, and this happens frequently, of course, I'm always looking at how it affects our community. If someone is selling, let's just say they're selling human hair, that could very well go over $600. And uh, they could definitely, Uh, send it through Venmo or PayPal or Cash App, and that $600 directly has to be reported to the IRS as income. And so maybe somebody should be paying uh, their taxes on that $600 worth of human hair that they sold. But what about if you have a roommate and your rent is $2,200 in the city of L.A., and your roommate sends you $1,200 on Venmo or PayPal? Then Venmo or PayPal sends that information directly to the IRS, and guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you can be taxed on money that was already taxed because all you were doing was paying your rent, or the person that actually received it would have to pay taxes on that because it was over the six hundred dollars threshold. So, how does this move by the Biden administration take us one step closer to a authoritarian? Um, authoritarian future where every single transaction that we do in this country is has surveillance attached to it or it's instantly reported. How unsurprising is it that the IRS is really ramping up to target more tax dollars from American citizens and small business owners when they should be going after the wealthy? Meanwhile, despite record inflation and plenty of problems to solve at home, and we've got tons of problems to solve at home, and I don't mean in our physical homes, I mean right here in the United States, the u s politicians actually are refusing to provide transparency into how over a hundred billion dollars in Ukraine Ukrainian aid is actually being spent, like do your research, this is factual that they are refusing to show us how this $100 billion is being spent. And so what I feel like they're doing right now in this country, in the money system, is it's rules for thee and not for me. So they want us to report $600 or more. Or they want us to get reported on 600 or more. But when $100 billion is spent in Ukraine or for Ukrainian aid, we're not privy to where that money is being spent and i just think it's it's really in my opinion it's not fair and to add to the hypocrisy the pentagon just failed its audit for the fifth straight year again i'm one of those people that say don't trust verify the pentagon just failed its its audit for the fifth year straight and cannot account for over 61% of the $7.2 trillion that's on their balance sheet, there is absolutely zero accountability into how billions and trillions of U.S. Pa- taxpayers' money is being spent. But us, on the other hand, that may possibly misreport how we collect rent, as I stated from a roommate, you can end up getting penalized from the IRS. Unfortunately, Ladies and gentlemen, this is what a collapsing empire looks like. And I have been singing this song for a very long time. I have been telling people, if you look back at my videos, 2021, early, late 2020, I was saying we are in a recession. It is time to re-up, rethink, re-ju- rejuvenate, uh, it, all the rewords. We need to be doing that in our community. And unfortunately, this is something that they've been covering up and it is getting worse and worse and worse. And so what do we need to do? We need to just make sure we have as much financial stability as we can because we need to have options. Money is not uh, the greatest thing in the world, but it definitely provides you with options. And so the U.S ladies and gentlemen, is losing its stronghold on the entire global monetary system. Weaponizing the dollar uh, internationally and tightening, tightening up on all the capital controls domestically is what they're trying to do. Um, and so they're losing that stronghold, the, the power that they've had in the past to say, hey, stop it. Are we going to give you sanctions? People are just saying, and I shouldn't say people, the global monetary system is just saying, okay, well, we have other options now. And so uh, I looked or uh, I was talking with my husband about the fact that the United States was offering all these billions of dollars to Africa to keep them away from China and Russia and, and being in cahoots with them and all these things. And we've got so many Problems and inequities and ills that face our country right now. And I just, I'm, I'm just perplexed as to why so much money is going out to these other countries and nothing is actually being done to help cure and, and make up for some of the disparities that they've actually caused right here in our own country. But as this financial system continues, To be wielded as a weapon, more countries and individuals will move away from the dollar. This is factual, ladies and gentlemen. Bitcoin is a nonviolent way to opt out of the corrupt system with zero accountability. And so that's why at the beginning of this, I said I'm opting out of corruption with Bitcoin. And because I really feel as though uh, Bitcoin is a way for us to do that without uh, being total disruptors it 's going to be a disruption because when you 're taking money out of the regular system it 's taking it's taking the power from them to do what they want to do as it relates to you and your community specifically and so there was also a book, an epic book that was um, written by someone named Ian Rand, and it said the name of the book is called Atlas. Shrugged. And it was talking about opting out of the corrupt system and creating a parallel society. And again, if somebody wants to look up that book, I-N is spelled A-Y-A-N, Rand, R-A-N-D. And the book is called Atlas Shrugged. So you can really uh, hear it from somebody else. And again, everything that I share with you is a fact. It is not something that I'm thinking are are just a thought that came in the middle of the night. These are facts that these different things are happening in and around us, and we don't even understand how it is really, really um, happening where the monetary system is changing right before our eyes. Bitcoin actually empowers individuals to store their own money in a system that is free from government and political agendas. In the long term, a sound money, and what I'm calling the sound money is the Bitcoin standard, will force governments to play by the same rules as everyone else. They will not be able to censor, inflate, or seize the earned wealth of people or other nations. It is, that's just the way that it's going to wind up coming out, because People are saying enough is enough. And I don't know if you all remember before this whole pandemic started, there were thousands and thousands of people in the streets all around the world that were saying no more to their government about how they were being treated in the financial sector. And, I mean, just do your research. Before COVID came in, people were taken to the streets to protest. And it had a lot to do with the way the money and the economic system was running in their countries. And so, if they're we're saying no more, then they're definitely going to be saying no more again in the future. Now, it may quite have quieted some folks down, but they haven't gone anywhere. They're still feeling the same type of way. And if the current system is rules for thee and not for me, then a Bitcoin system. Would be for, as I always say, we want rules, but not rulers. And now is a great time to build a strong Bitcoin position while we are still in this bear market. And Bitcoin is on sale. And ladies and gentlemen, you have the ability to set this up to uh, make sure that your, your family, your community, all of those that you know and love are safe in, in the digital revolution because it is coming. It is coming. I was listening to Gil Scott-Haran when he was saying the, the, the revolution will be uh televised, the revolution, my brothers and sisters, the revolution. And I always said I was going to do that because the revolution will definitely be digitized. It is happening. It is not going anywhere. And if you are looking for a Bitcoin on-ramp, and we call it an on-ramp, how you get out of your regular fiat money, fiat, F-I-A-T, for those of you that are new, fiat stands for money. And that's the money that we have in our pockets right now, the paper dollars and the, the coins that we have, because some of them, uh, they used to be copper and silver and all those things, but they're not anymore. But those dollars and pennies, quarters, nickels that are in your pocket, those are that's fiat. And it's money without any intrinsic value other than what the government states that it's worth. So, if you're looking for how you can get a portion, a small portion, or a large portion of your fiat money into Bitcoin, and you're looking for a Bitcoin on ramp that you can trust, please go ahead and go to BitcoinStarterKit.us, again, BitcoinStarterKit.us, and you can download a starter kit where you can actually talk to individuals that understand exactly what you need to do and can point you in the right direction because it is critically important right now that we get the message, if nothing else. And you're going to hear when we come forward after news traffic and sports, you're going to hear why it is important for you to self-custody. And I'm going to start at the bottom of the hour sharing with you what Senator Warren wants and what she is asking Congress and the Senate to do. Because they do not want you custodying your own money. Because again, that takes the power and the control out of their hands. So when we come forward, we're going to talk about what Senator Warren is introducing as a result of a collapse of someone else holding onto your money. So we have this issue where somebody was holding onto everyone's money that was on his platform. The money disappeared. And here you got a senator today that's introducing the fact that you don't hold on to your own coin, that you allow somebody to do it for you, so the same thing can keep happening that just happened this last couple of weeks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to get into that, and we're going to talk about Donald Trump and what he's doing in the cryptocurrency space. This is the head of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.
1: A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1518.
2: All right, welcome forward. So, one of the first things that I want to talk about or share with you all is Binance, we know, is the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world right now. And they did a pause of withdrawing of a stable coin called USDC. Now, people were using USDC because it was pegged to the dollar. So since the dollar is worth a dollar always, again, I just told you fiat means money with no intrinsic value other than what the government says it's worth. So the dollar is is a dollar because the government says it's a dollar and every store will accept the dollar because the government has guaranteed that they will at least get 60 cent worth of whatever they're trying to, because that's what they have deemed a dollar to be worth. And so, because people were a little bit afraid of cryptocurrency, they said, well, I want to get into the cryptocurrency space and I want to be safe so what I'm going to do is I'm not going to buy Bitcoin because Bitcoin is volatile. It goes up and down in price. It could be 70000 one month and 5000 the next month or 17000 And so that's what the volatility does. And we understand that. But they wanted to get into USDC because it was pegged to the dollar. So a lot of people were playing it safe. It's not backed by the dollar. It's pegged to the dollar. And so a lot of people had spent their dollar to get some USDC, and they were holding it because it didn't go up or down in value. It just kind of sat there uh, and actually was, I, I would say, a placeholder for the dollars that they didn't have in the bank. And so because of all the things that have been going on in the last couple of months, people have started cashing out of that USDC. They've with, they've been withdrawing it off the Binance platform. And because of that, Binance decided that they needed to pause any withdrawals of stable coins from USDC. Now, this is just another example of why you should not leave your cryptocurrency on an exchange for someone else to take care of for you. So, let's just say last night you decided, you know what, I have Bitcoin, I've got USDC, and I've got Ethereum, and Naja told me to buy a ledger, and I need to put it on the ledger so I have full control of it. And when you logged on to Binance, they said you cannot withdraw it and that would just send a whole bunch of people into panic but they're able to do that because they hold your private keys for this usdc because anytime you leave your cryptocurrency bitcoin ethereum usdc whatever coin it is On someone else's exchange, they hold the private keys and not you. But their excuse for not allowing people to take their USDC off their platform was that they were carrying out what's called a token swap. And a token swap merely is when um, you actually trade one cryptocurrency for another cryptocurrency But you do this without going back into regular money, fiat. And so I'm thinking if they halted people from pulling out their USDC, maybe they took another coin, cashed it out and changed it to USDC because now they've got to give back that USDC that that. Uh, amount that people were actually holding on the platform. So if I had USDC and I wanted to be safe and I've had it for two years sitting on Binance and it's $400,000 worth, and I decide today, I want my USDC, Binance has got to cough it up. And a lot of these exchanges can't cough up what people have been leaving on there for years because they didn't expect for everyone to want to self-custody their coins but it's happening this is our time this is what we've been talking about and hopefully you're not one of these people but they paused it for eight hours and then they allow people to start withdrawing again and i am suspecting every time they get short on something that they are needing to give back to the general public they're going to have to do some finagling which is why the binance ceo i just told you all yesterday gave a couple of million dollars back to Binance. And I think they're having to cover up for funds and different things that they don't have, that they're supposed to have, or coins that they're supposed to be holding for all of their clients. So this is getting very, very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. And so that's Binance, again, the number one exchange in the world. And um, wow, it just... It, it's not going to stop, but you all can be safe and know that you're safe because you hold your own Bitcoin with your ledger and your ledger has to be purchased directly from the ledger company. If you need any information on how to order that factory direct, please send me an email and ask Naja Roberts at gmail.com again, ask Naja Roberts at gmail.com and any other question are Any comment, anything that you'd like to share, please feel free to do so by sending the information to asknajaroberts at gmail.com. And then tomorrow I will be in studio. So, uh, and I'll be taking calls in studio. I'll say it that way. And so I am so open to anyone that has a question or something that they want me to address or something they'd like to share uh, I'm really open to having you call into the radio station for that and um, we'll get that information tomorrow to you so that you can call in and I'd love to have you call in tomorrow is the hundredth show that we will be doing it's really exciting times exciting times exciting times so With that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move to the next interesting subject. And that is number 45. I think he's 45. Lord have mercy. But, yeah, 45. (laughs) We skipped. 44 is my favorite number. So I'm glad he wasn't 44. He was 45. But this gentleman is... In the cryptocurrency space, ladies and gentlemen, he has started an NFT collection, non-fungible token. So President Donald Trump has a digital trading card and he is going to raise millions, hundreds of millions of dollars because he is selling these digital Assets, this digital collectible trading card, and again, it is definitely a cryptocurrency, it falls under the cryptocurrency heading, and it's out there. And so, he has a website called collecttrumpcards.com. Now, I'm not going to tell you not to buy those. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. But what I will tell you about a non-fungible token is that if you buy it, there is no guarantee that it will have any value on the secondary market. And I firmly believe this is one of those cards, those digital collectible trading cards that will have zero balance at a later date. And I don't want to say zero. So whatever you pay for it, it'll probably be that. And right now it looks like they're selling for ninety nine dollars each. But anyway, this is going to help him pay for his legal fees. So I think that's why he's doing this. And I think that they found another way to circumvent the system, because if he's got cryptocurrency and he's got a wallet and some other things set up, all his funds can come through this NFT process and he'll be liable but not as much as if he was just taking dollars and cents because they could freeze that right and this is just yet another use case for digital currencies and so uh, I'm not saying support him one way or the other but if you support this and you buy the cards please know that this is like loaning money to cut and peat that ain't gonna pay you back <laughs> at a later date. So you just paid your ninety nine dollars to uh, for the cause, whatever that cause is. So if it's to make America great again, then you can do that with your ninety nine dollars. But it's just interesting to see how people are coming into this space. And so Donald Trump officially is in the cryptocurrency space with his own cryptocurrency, his own NFT project, and his own, uh, this is stuff that makes my makes me smile because I'm looking at his trading cards and um, I'm just smiling. It's pretty interesting. So ladies and gentlemen, you can buy 44 digital trading cards and you are guaranteed a ticket to dinner with President Donald Trump. Um, and so this is pretty interesting. So, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, One of our presidents has finally entered the cryptocurrency space in the midst of this huge debacle that we've got going right now. So I'm not sure how this is going to play out. But what I am going to do is watch this, because those of us that need to raise funds for different things, we may see how this gentleman does this and how well he does and uh, really determine if we need to have some NFTs for our own companies for our own personal gain or whatever we need to do. So uh, what he's doing is telling you all that he even has a wallet for you, a digital wallet. And so you have to utilize his cards by leaving them on the wallet that he provides for you. Pretty, pretty interesting. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will jump into what is going on with Senator Warren as she introduces new cryptocurrency legislation. This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk
1: 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the Midday Money Chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA, KBLA Talk 1580.
2: All right. Welcome forward. Amid this week's United States Senate hearing that we listened to on Tuesday about the collapse of FTX, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Mr. Roger Marshall today introduced the digital asset anti-money laundering act which targets the cryptocurrency industry in a number of proposed regulations that the critics are calling authoritarian and unconstitutional so the proposed bill seeks to place the know your customer requirements on blockchain infrastructure providers and participants operating in the United States, including developers that are creating software for decentralized networks and even miners and validators that support such networks. So this um, bill, and it it says that Warren and Marshall's bill would directly uh, report to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, uh, to treat crypto wallets, service providers, and, mi- and miners. So just FYI, right now, when you come to do business with any of our exchanges, we are FinCEN registered. So what that means is uh, we have to check check you out to make sure you're not on a money laundering list or a terrorist list. And so when you come into our business establishment, uh, either my husband or either one of my staff members, they get your critical information like, and that's what KYC is, they get the front and back of your ID, we have to have a utility bill or something to prove where you live. And then, um, of course, your social, your birthday, all of those things. It's just like opening a bank account. If you're going into the bank and you have an account at Citibank and um, you're doing business there and then you decide, hey, you know what? I'd rather have a Wells Fargo account. Well, Wells Fargo doesn't call um Citibank and ask Citibank for all of your pertinent information they get it again and so every time that you kyc you're going to have to give up that information but what Warren and Marshall are alluding to is maybe you're just a developer that is f- trying to figure out how to make a better cryptocurrency wallet they're saying that they should be uh they should have to have kyc done so that is going to Require everyone who's trying to even start a business, whether they're active or just creating, to be a Murney service business. And that's going to deter a lot of people from trying to innovate in the space because they're not actually caring for anyone else's money. So they shouldn't have to be a money service business. Now, on the other hand, we, meaning my exchange and several of the other exchanges, should have to be our, our money service businesses. But here in the state of California, they won't give us the license because we're in between the the fiat system and the digital space, and there was no need for it. So I'm pretty sure that after this Uh, bill that they're trying to pass gets in here. They're going to require some different services for those of us that are boots on the ground that are doing these types of exchanges and things of that sort. And it's not a big deal because we really want to be in compliance, but we want to make sure that our community has access and that's access for all, not just access for the wealthy but what access for all. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to get into a couple of other things. I know we're hitting hitting the top of the hour. I told you I might not be able to fill it all, but we'll do some more tomorrow. Um, but when we come forward, we will jump into our dollar cost averaging. We'll talk about that Bitcoin starter kit, and we will also talk about the ledger in me, one two three. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
1: You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. Yeah.
2: All right, welcome forward. I have a big smile on my face because today is our 99th actual show and when we started this people were asking are you going to be able to find enough news and enough information about the cryptocurrency space to even be able to last for, you know, for any substantial amount of time on the radio. And man, here we are at the top of the hour and I'm out of time with about 15 other things I need to share. So we're going to have to stretch this out over the next couple of weeks, but you're going to get some real good information. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we must do our daily dollar cost average, or should I rephrase that? I must. I'm not providing any financial advice I'm just sharing with you what I do in my own personal savings I am an ex-financial advisor on purpose and loving every minute of stacking my Satoshis. A Satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin, just like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar. So with that, we're gonna use the Black Wall Street wallet, which is a custody wallet to purchase our Bitcoin. And then eventually, we're gonna pull our Bitcoin off the Black Wall Street wallet and put it into our ledger wallet and that ledger uh, one, two, three, and me. Uh, you can get that. And, and we're running super short on time. So you can send me an email at asknagelroberts at gmail.com, roberts at gmail.com. And I can get you all the information that you need about learning how to set up your ledger. We're going to do it all together anonymously online on a Zoom. And then we're going to do that the first Friday in January. So that is already being set up. So email me at Ask Naja Roberts at gmail.com. And then tomorrow is our 100th show. For those of you that are in the area, please feel free to stop by the studio and drop off your blankets and your coats that we are going to give to our friends without addresses. And you can do that any part of the day tomorrow because we want to make sure that we take care of them as well. So unused or very gently used blankets and coats. Please drop them off at the station. That's what we can do to help. We are making way for the DL Hughley show. Uh, please dollar cost average your $6 on your own time. Uh, but this is, has been a fabulous show. Thank you for rocking with me on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
1: KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.